Blog Talk Radio. It's that time again. Time for some real talk about real issues to enhance your real life. Whatever you think, whatever you know, whatever you feel, Tanya doesn't mind talking about it. Get ready for some talk that is always rated to R. Because talk with Tanya has got to be relevant. Talk with Tanya has got to be refreshing. But most importantly, talk with Tanya has got to be real. Tune in right now for real talk with Tanya and
change that. It's already done. Welcome to the Real Talk with Tanya White show where we're talking about stop dreaming and start living your dreams with relationship integrity. And today is one of my favorite days uh, on the planet. It is Martin Luther King's actual birthday, and he is one of the transformational figures that I love. I have studied. I was not blessed to be in that era, but I said, always said if I was ever to go back and live, it would be in the time of the civil rights movement uh, and his leadership and the change. But I love it. Uh, we all have dreams. We all have those dreams that God has told us. Some are delayed. Uh, we think that some are denied, but they're not because the song just said it's already done. But we've got to move past just dreaming in our head and getting uh, some strategic actions in place, a blueprint, a plan, uh, people around us who talk our dream language, who have our, our resources to manifest our dreams and who are willing and able to do so with integrity, with truth, and with a push like none other. So welcome to the Real Talk with Tanya White show. I am your host, Tanya White. If you're new to tuning in, I thank you. If you're listening live or whether you're listening to the archives, I know you will be blessed. Tonight, I want you to know that we are still rated R, rated R for being real relevant and refreshing. Uh, Every topic, every guest that we have Every song will uh, push you further as we give you real talk about real issues to enhance your real life. Everything that I do in my life at this season and before then is to empower people to be their best selves. Even when I did not empower myself, I somehow was empowering people and pushing them towards living their dream. But now I am in the day, in the season, that I'm not only just empowering others, but I'm truly truly empowering myself and believing everything that God has designed for me and I'm going after it. So, and I want you to do the same. Listen, after the show, if you are not connected to me, go ahead to Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram. It's Real Talk with Tanya White. Connect with me. Stay friends. Visit my website, tanyawhite.com, and Tanya is T-A-N-Y-A. White is in the color.com for all things Real Talk and Tanya White, upcoming events, conferences, books, and products, uh, you can go to my website or my uh, social media page. We do have a Yes, I Am Enough conference, the next level conference coming up, a five-city tour. It kicks off April 6th in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, It's going to be just, I can't even describe it. Last year was just blew my mind. Uh, Just faith and obedience, I walked in, and God has continuously blessed. So we are expecting a next level uh, type of anointing and blessing and just birth of dreams coming out of that. So stay connected with me. Registration is open. It is $29. And for that $29 investment, you will get a signed copy of my upcoming book, Yes, I Am Enough, the next level, Loving, Living, and Sharing Your Enoughness. Also, you'll get a light lunch. And then you will be blessed by all of our speakers at that conference. Uh, So uh, go to Eventbrite. Uh, browse Yes, I Am Enough conference, and you will see it on there. Listen, tonight, uh, let me, before I get in there, listen, I got a special announcement from Felicia Gar in Louisville, Kentucky. She asked me, can I announce this on my show? And I said, absolutely, because you know when Felicia Gar speaks, I listen like everybody else. But on February 23rd, 2019, if you are in the Louisville area, and you are a part of or an alumni of the Louisville chapter of the Black Achievers, they will be celebrating their 40th year with their annual banquet, you guys. And this year is at Churchill Downs on Millionaire's Row. Uh, I am a Black Achievers alumni, so I plan to be there. The guest speaker will be Louisville's own Master Chef winner, Garon Hurt, and the Youth Achiever of the Year will be DuPont Manuel Sr. I hope I get this right. Alicia Leach, for tickets, Felicia said you can call 502-487-7405. Felicia wants to thank everyone in advance for your support and to get your ticket. All right? Uh, So tonight our show is Stop Dreaming and Start Living Your Dreams with Relationship Integrity. We have two great guests, two guests that I love and we're about to bring on the man, the brilliant, the bold, Brian Ganges, 
Listen, you guys, when I first started Real Talk years ago, uh, he was one of our VIP and still is one of our VIP supporters, encouragers. Even when I was off the air, he always sent me a message periodically and said, you know, we need you back, Tanya. So I am so honored, so excited to have him on this show tonight as we talk about dreams. He is one who dreams and not only dreams, but he mentors others to dream. So we're going to bring the brilliant Brian Gandy's own listen, you guys. I had to get a special uh, some sound effects for him because he is one of the uh, Real Talk with Tanya White uh, supporters. So we got some classic sound effects for him as we bring him on. So welcome, Brian. Hey, sis. How are you? I am fabulous. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you for the nice applause. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> Listen, I had to I had to bring you on back right. Listen, it's been years, years. But I'm excited to have you on and catch up and see all that you're doing. But before we get started in our talk and conversation, can you tell our audience who you are and what you are doing now, Mr. Ganges? Well, I am Brian Ganges, and and the last time, um, for those of you who remember me from the last time um, I was on your show, uh, I I must admit I'm in a different place now, Mm -hmm. Um, spiritually, um, soulishly, I'm a I'm a I'm a more much more mature man mm-hmm. um, today than when I met you, whatever it was, five years ago, whatever it was. Um, I, I see you're talking about dreaming, which is a beautiful, beautiful concept, and I'm glad that I'm a part of this topic tonight. But my dreams are not just alive today; they're um, they're they're not, they're not just a dream. They're a reality. What I'm walking, I'm what I'm walking, and what I'm doing now is something that I actually dreamed about before years and years ago. But I'm walking in it now. Yeah. Um, the maturity level, my walk with the Lord, is so much different than it was five years ago. Um, I, I see the Lord so much brighter. Um, I see myself so so much differently. And yeah. um, with that said. Um, I have um, my business aspirations have have blossomed. Um, I, I it's, it's, above, it's exceedingly above all I could ask or think. Mm. You know, I have rental homes. Um, yes. I have um, uh, I have a, a flourishing. I mean, this might, you might laugh at this, but I have a flourishing vending machine business. Amen. I would have never. Yeah, I never would have thought about that, but it is very profitable. Yes. Um, a cash business, um, and and my consulting business, you know, doing well. Um, so it, it just the, the thought of having dreams, you know, mm-hmm. and, and what that actually means, because the Bible is replete with dreams, but yeah. how we get those dreams into fruition, that's, and I think that's where a lot of our brothers and sisters in Christ fail and make that connection, make that nexus with dreaming, with us, with our Father, and yeah. with the purpose of manifesting who he is mm-hmm. and expressing who he is in us so that the world could see our invisible father. Yes. It, it's, it's, it's totally uh, different from what I'm seeing in uh, American pop culture, Western culture, Christianity mm-hmm. <laughs> versus what we're seeing in the Bible versus yes. what I'm living. You know, it's just I'm 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 in a really good place, and and I think today is a a very good time for me to be on the air with you um, yeah, today. Yeah, always, Bye. always when we talk about dreams, and I love what you said. You are a different place, but that's what we're supposed to do. We're not supposed to be the same person that we were five years ago, three years ago. We should see some growth, some maturity. I love what you said. You see things differently, and you are living the manifested dream. So tell yeah. us. This Brian Ganges that we – where are you from, first of all? I'm out. originally from um, Trenton, New Jersey. Okay. And I was born and, born and raised. Um, lived, um, went to college in North Carolina, lived there for a few years, and here I am in um, Austin, Texas now. Been here right. in Texas since um, 2002. All right. Austin, Texas, all my Texans out there. So, Brian, I, I love – I love – what you said. You know, we just gonna flow. I did have some questions, but you didn't changed it. <laughs> flow. Right now. I love what you said. You said some uh so many of our brothers and sisters um in Christ and, and I think it's a, a culture thing now. We have a yeah. lot of talk but we mm-hmm. seldom see the walk to manifestation of what we dreaming about. 
give us right. three reasons why people get stuck in the talk. Because I know I've been stuck uh, and mm-hmm. just saying, "Ooh, I know this is one of my dreams," and I got stuck. Give us three reasons from the Ganges file why people get stuck. Okay, um, and this is going to be a plug for an, an old school, old wisdom book. Okay, good. by uh, Doctor Carter G. Woodson. This is oh. number. This is point one. This is point number one. Reason why people get stuck Every black person on planet earth Needs to read that book Carter G. Woodson uh, A Miseducation of the Negro Oh yes That book is so replete With wisdom You know a lot of of black folks talk about Oh yeah I know it's a black book No 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 It's more than just black This is Mm -hmm. given This book gives us The foundation for why many black people are in the condition that they're in. Mm-hmm. It's a mindset mm. that has a, a warped mindset that we have embraced and we are accepting it as normal. And there's one instance in the book where Dr. Um, Woodson, Goodson, uh, Carter G. Woodson, he says, basically, I'm, par- I'm paraphrasing, he says, when the slave master... Uh, had his slaves together. He told he basically told the slaves, "Don't ever listen to any other slave. Don't listen to them. Listen to me. Listen to the slave master." And so what Carter G. Woodson said about that, he said that conditioning has crippled our people because there are people who look like us who have the requisite skills, who have the knowledge, who have the experience that could take us to the next level. Mm. In whatever it is that we're doing. But because of that ingrained training from hundreds of years ago, from slavery, yeah. that we passed down from generation to generation to generation, we still have that mentality. Have you ever heard anybody that looks like us say, well, who made you the boss? Who, yeah, you oh, ain't my daddy. You telling me what to do. <laughs> and foolishness oh, yeah. like that. And so Carter G. Woodson, he basically said, he said that line of thinking is is what because he said that line of thinking is is hurting our people because sometimes you need leadership in order to accomplish some things in your life. You yes, need somebody yes. else's experience. You need somebody else's mentorship. You need somebody else to to kind of guide you through the process. But if in your mind, if the recess in the recesses of your mind and your subconscious, if you believe that I don't have to listen to him, I don't mm. have to listen to her. Who is she? Who is Who he? Is he? Mm-hmm. That could be the person that could take you to the next level. That could per- be the person that mm-hmm. takes you into your destiny. That could oh. be the person that is sent to you that can bring you the thing that God wants you to have. Absolutely. But because we are so, and many of us are so brainwashed mm-hmm. into thinking that I can't listen to some, I can't listen to him. I, who does he? Who was he to tell me that? Yeah, Pride, yeah. the Pride. enemy. That's what, that's what I want to get to. When the slave master said that, that the motive behind that, because they didn't. Right. Want, that's why they didn't want us to read. They didn't want us that's to do right. anything because we would learn something and and be enlightened, like you said, and grow and mature. So when people tell you that, I heard that in in, in business, um, bosses say that. I've heard even uh, pastors say that, leaders say that. Just listen to us. Don't listen to too many other voices. Well, why not? Don't you think I'm mature enough to discern? Uh, What's real and what's hurtful So when people say that That is a slave mentality Only listen to me Mm -hmm. And God has Like you said God has so many voices Especially those who look like us Especially those who come from the same Background as us They have have flourished, they have gained wisdom They have met people that they can help you So whenever, and I'm telling real talk Right now, if anybody says Don't listen to anybody that is a, the motive behind that is, like you said, pride and control and manipulation because we are information-driven society. Yes, you should be careful, but I'll tell you, when you pray and I look, when you say, when you see God in a clear way, he's going to allow you to, to hear him in a clear way, and you're going to listen. So I love that. Miseducation of I mean, the let me Negro. Give you, let me, here, here's, here's the actual quote from the book. It's in the chapter okay. of Hirelings in the Places of Public Servants. And the, the, the paragraph, it says, this refusal of Negroes to take orders from one another is due largely to the fact that slaveholders taught their bondsmen that they were, they were as good as or better than any others. 
therefore, they should not be subject to any member of their race. If they were to be subordinated to someone, it should be to the white man of superior culture and social position. This keeps the whole race on a lower level, restricted to the atmosphere of trifles, which do not concern the traditors. The greater, the greater things of life which come by wise leadership, then, have no way to be accomplished. Mm. Because you're so caught up in, you look like me, you can't tell me anything. Mm-hmm. That, didn't just, that didn't just happen in a vacuum. That was designed. Mm-hmm. That was designed so that you fail and you mm-hmm. embrace that lie. My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Mm-hmm. And Jesus said, you shall know the truth, (laughs) the truth, and the truth shall make you free. So if you resist truth, then the opposite of truth is a lie. (laughs) So you embrace a lie. And and you won't be free. You will be a what? A slave. That's right, a a slave. slave. That's right. Oh, my goodness. Brian, give us another one. (laughs) Um, The other one is um, that we don't know who we are. And when I say that, I don't mean flesh, blood, bone, black, culture, male, female. I'm not talking about that. We all know what we are as far as we're black, we're white, we're male, we're female. You know, I'm, I'm from the north, I'm from the south. I know, we know that. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about who we are on the inside. Mm-hmm. And so when I look at the word of God, there are two examples. Well, there are many examples, but two examples that I like to really um, address with people, and we do this in, our, in my mentorship program. Mm-hmm. Um, Deborah, he said, she said, "March on, mm-hmm. oh my soul." Yes. She was talking to her soul, and David said, "Bless the Lord, oh, oh my, my soul. soul, and all that is within me, bless His holy name." Why so downcast, mm-hmm. oh my soul? Mm. And so what that tells us is, and so people just glance over that and just gloss over that and just say, oh, that's a, that's a nice psalm for a song. Mm-hmm. No, there's <laughs> wisdom in the psalms. And so yeah. what these two characters in the Bible were telling us and showing us and revealing to us, if, if you're listening to the Holy Spirit, is that these people had a relationship with their soul, which is yeah. who they are. And David in particular he commanded his soul to bless the Lord. He knew that he felt a certain way in his being, and he said, why are you so downcast, my soul? Why are you so disquieted within me? And he had a relationship with his soul to the point where he could question it and, and get a feeling, get a sense of who he was on the inside, and then not just follow what his soul was doing, but commanded his soul to bless the Lord. Oh, my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. He had a relationship, not just with God, but with himself on the inside. And the inside. He had no problem denying, he had no problem admitting of his physical DNA culture. Okay, yes. a Hebrew, a king of Israel. Okay, he had no problem with that. Mm-hmm. His lineage, he had no problem with that. But he, on a different level, was tapping into who he was on the inside. And he commanded his soul to bless the Lord. Deborah, even back further, years before him, said, March on, March on. oh, my soul. Oh, my soul. Oh, I need, so I we need, have I need to a take... shout button right now, uh, <laughs> Brian, because you, you are on it. You have to. I love it. You said we don't know who we are in our soul. Yes, so we in our so soul. That's who we are. We have so many titles. We even... Uh, Play into the fact of other roles people want us to have, but when mm-hmm. you, when you come to know who you are in your soul, and you can command yes. your soul to march on, like Deborah said, to bless yes. the Lord and to get yes. up when you're downcast, that is a level of intimacy with yourself, and it only comes from a level of intimacy with God, because God has revealed to you who you are in the depths of your soul. Listen, real talk, we are on a roll. Brian Ganges came out the gate blasting. Lord, have mercy. He said, what mindset to why we get stuck in our dream and we don't know who we are in a soul. Woo, number three. I'm, I'm writing this down. <laughs> <laughs> number three. Number three is we're, we're just going to keep going down. The, 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 we're just going to keep going down the line. All right, so number three. So you got to have number two in place before you can have number three in place. Uh-huh. So if you don't know who you are, 
The number three is you don't know what you're supposed to be doing. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. What does this mean? (laughs) We got a lot of people, for example, that go to college, and because Mm -hmm. they don't know who they are, they don't study the right thing. Mm. We got a lot of people who don't know who they are, and they just take a job just for the money. Oh, Lord. And if you ask most people that you know, if if they like the job that they're on, they're going to say, I hate it. I hate it. If you ask them if you had to do any job in the planet and on the planet and it's all paid the same thing, and you ask them what are they doing right now, are they doing that job, most people will say no. They're mm-hmm. just doing it. It's a simple job. It pays the bills, but it's not, a, it's not an attest. It doesn't attest to who they are. Right. What you do should be an extension of who you are. Mm. So if you ask somebody, who are you? Well, I'm John Wilson. No, you're not. You're not John Wilson. John Wilson is your name. That's not who you are. Who are you? Well, I'm I'm a doctor. You're not a doctor. That's what you do. I said, mm-hmm. who are you? Who you are is, 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 okay, so here's the thing about who you are. So if you are, let's just say, let's just say you are, Whatever it is, you've discovered, let's just say you've discovered who you are, okay? Mm-hmm. And and when you discover who you are, for, for all intents and purposes, it's like plugging in a coordinate for your GPS system, okay? This is who I am, okay? This is my destination. This is who I am. And so when I make decisions based upon that GPS coordinate, I know that I don't need to take certain turns, take certain roads, because those mm-hmm. roads are going to take me to where the GPS coordinate is taking me. Yes. And so if I go, if I know that I'm going to be a doctor, let's just say, let's, I know that I'm, that's, that's what's in me, that's what God created to me to be. So I know that I don't need to take history classes. I know I don't right. have to take swimming classes. I know that I need to stay away from liquor and drugs and women. I need to stay away from it because that's going to take, that's going to distract me from the goal. Mm-hmm. That's going to take me off my GPS coordinate. And so we got people out here who don't know who they are, don't know what they're supposed to be doing, and so we have a confusion of society that is generational yes. and is cultural and it's pandemic. It's all around us. All around it's, us. It's worldwide. We got a bunch of people who don't know who they are, and don't know what they're supposed to be doing. Absolutely, absolutely. Real talk, if you just joined us, Brian Ganges is kicking three nuggets of wisdom of why people, they say they have dreams, but they get stuck in them. He said it's a warped mindset from slavery. Uh, We don't know who we are to the core of our soul, and we don't know what we're supposed to be doing. When we have when we when we know who we are, we know what we're supposed to be doing. And you're you're so on it, Brian, because I went to school um for business management because that at that time managers management my daddy <laughs> told me you are supposed to be a teacher, going to education. I didn't want to do it because I didn't want to do it. <laughs> I just didn't. And because at the time, teachers, uh, I kept saying I didn't like kids. Well, that was because I hadn't healed from, uh, you know, being mocked and little kids what happened to me at school. And that was just something I said. I didn't, the pay, they said the pay was horrible. But I'm, then eventually, when things, God has a way of uh, letting things not work out the way you want to. And things were not working out. I went to school went for my first master's to be a human resource corporate trainer. <laughs> That's why, because I wanted, I love to teach, but I was going to mm-hmm. teach making some money. And God didn't let that work out. So I had to, I had to. He positioned me in life situations where I had to go back to school um, and for education. And now I, years later, Almost 20 years with the district, I am in a school counselor waiting for a principal job because now I know when I'm supposed to the core of my soul, I yes. am an educator, an encourager. Uh, I, am a, I help people transform their lives, and that's what education is about, to help that's people right. do. So that's, that's right. that is so awesome. Brian, our time is running short, so tell us, give us, some, you can give us one, two, however, on your heart. 
after we get all these three things together, we remove our slave mentality, we find out who we are to the core of our soul, and we find out what we're supposed to do. Now we are in a new place, a new season. We can think clear. But we still have to do some things. What are some of those things we have to do to make our dreams become the reality um, that well, we're well, let living me, Let me give you a 3A before I give you that. And then okay, if you've got to have me back another time, then you just have to do that. But let oh, me give absolutely. you 3A or 3B. Okay. So in construction, I'm, in, my, in my construction consulting business, there is a tolerance that they have for, for, for something to be out of um, tolerance. <clears throat> and it's uh, if, you, if you build a wall 10 feet long, it can be an eighth of an inch, you know, crooked in, in 10 feet, and, and they'll, they'll accept it. Hmm. So if we take that same model from construction and add it to our lives, Okay, so if you if you go from where you are and go forward 10 feet and it's off an eighth of an inch, it's really not that big deal. You really can't see it. It's no big deal. But if you go, if you go, um, uh, so te- if you go 80 feet, mm-hmm. you know, then you got an inch out. Eh, not that really, not that big a deal, but, you know, it's getting bigger mm-hmm. in 80 feet. All right. So if you go 960 feet, now you're at a foot. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a little bit more. If you go 9,600 feet, mm-hmm. now you're out 100 feet. Mm-hmm. So in two feet, uh, in in two miles, so it's about two miles. 9,600 9, is, is almost two miles. Okay, so mm-hmm. if you're going that far down, it's 10 feet, not not 100. It's 10 feet. You're 10 feet out. Mm-hmm. In two miles, going straight. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the question. If the average person can walk 20 minutes, and one mile in 20 minutes, mm-hmm. let's just say, the average person, how, long, how far, and, now, and, and, in two, and in two miles we're off 10 feet, if you, if you follow my example, mm-hmm. how far off are we as a people in 2,000 years? Oh, oh Lord! In two miles, we're off ten feet. You know, uh, in in or in two in two miles or twenty or, or forty minutes thereabout. Mm-hmm. That that's two miles, forty mm-hmm. minutes. In two thousand years mm. of the history of the church, how mm. far off are we in certain things? Oh, that's Lord. something to think. That's something to think about. Oh, that's something to ponder. We're gonna definitely bring you back because you have a, <laughs> you have your book. Lord, deliver us from who? Church folks. Church folks. Oh, my goodness. Brian Ganges, Lord, I love you. Thank you so much for always being a Real Talk supporter, giving me that push, uh, having dialogue. I would definitely have you back. Tell us, you know, uh, your your contact information and anything that is coming up. Yeah, well, got a new book coming up, new men's program, but it's, I'm really opening it up to women too because it has to do with the three, basically the three, the three, four things that I talked about tonight. It's called optimization. It's the hmm. uh, it's the combination of manhood and uh, the word optimize, optimize, optimization, which means hmm. to to make things operate at its optimal capacity. So we yeah. want to make men opti- operate at their top capacity. That's optimization. That's that's what we're doing. So I'm making a, a book, making a study work program, a mentorship program, so 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 we can develop and build men. That's Absolutely. what we're doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and so you know what you you talk about how we get off uh, off kilter as a, a as a society for two thousand years because we have been focusing off balance on building one one g- gender and not simultaneously building everybody else. I see it in the education system. Uh, all the time We focus right. on you know a, a subgroup And we need to focus on building that And so one thing that we've uh, Lacked is building in, uh, Young men to be men mm-hmm. uh, So yeah. I love that You know I'm going to have you back for When it, when is the book coming out? Um, all I can say now Is this sometime in 2019 It was going to be in earlier 19 But just mm-hmm. things just, just things just opened up So yeah um, it's, I'm, I'm, it's still a work in progress. <laughs> All right then. Uh, you it's know, you, you know, you real talk is going to be your first stop for that book, and we're going to have right. a whole hour of Brand Ganges and Optimization. All right. You Thank go. you so much, Mr. Ganges. 
Love you. I will uh, follow up with you because we're going to definitely have you back talking about that Lord deliver us from church, folks. <laughs> All right, you-, you know it's my favorite <laughs> subject. <laughs> All right. Thank you for uh, sharing your knowledge, and I will follow up with you later. All right. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. Yeah, if you just joined Real Talk with Tanya White, Brian Ganji's on there. Oh, my goodness. If you missed any of it, we're, uh, I encourage you to go back and listen to the archives. He gave us some tips on how, why people dream, uh, but they don't put their dreams into action. Listen, Dr. from Dallas is on the line, and she is going to be our next guest. But We're going to take a two-minute break because, you know, today is MLK Day, one of my favorite days. Let's listen to a small two-minute speech. Keep moving, and then we, when we come back, we're going to have Dr. Cass on. This is the most important and crucial period of your lives for what you do now and what you decide now at this age may well determine which way your life shall go. And the question is whether you have a proper, a solid, and a sound blueprint. And I want to suggest some of the things that should be in your life's blueprint. Number one in your life's blueprint should be a deep belief in your own dignity, your own worth, and your own somebodyness. Don't allow anybody to make you feel that you are nobody. Always feel that you count. Always feel that you have worth. And always feel that your life has ultimate significance. Secondly, in your life's blueprint, you must have, as a basic principle, the determination to achieve excellence in your various fields of endeavor. You're going to be deciding as the days and the years unfold what you will do in life, what your life's work will be. Once you discover what it will be, set out to do it and to do it well. Be a bush if you can't be a tree. If you can't be a highway, just be a trail. If you can't be the sun, be a star. For it isn't by size that you win or you fail. Be the best of whatever you are. Finally, in your life's blueprint, must be a commitment to the eternal principles of beauty, love, and justice. Well, life for none of us has been a crystal star. We must keep moving. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl, but by all means, keep moving. All right, keep on moving, you guys. If you want your dream to come become a reality, you must keep moving. And I love that our next guest is a mover, a shaker, a lover of people, and she wants to see everyone in their destiny. And so it is my honor to have the doctor from Dallas on Real Talk with Tanya White. Hi, Dr. K. Hey, Tanya, I like my new title, <laughs> Dr. This, from Dallas. I'm going to have that in my branding. The, the, <laughs> put the dynamic doctor from Dallas because you are dynamic. <laughs> How are you doing? Oh, my goodness, I love it. Oh, I'm doing awesome. I am awesome. I was just listening um, to your guests, and oh, my God. Um, you know I'm getting ready to hook y'all so up. Many people are stuck in their dreams. Too many people are stuck in their dreams. Man, that was good. I am very strategic about who I have on the show, (laughs) and it's no accident that y'all are on the show at the same time. I'm going to look y'all up. I'm open Texas. Uh, Yeah, oh, my goodness. Dr. Cass, I love you. Yes, ma'am. You are the relationship currency creator. (laughs) And listen, I didn't know what to call it, but I have been doing it for years. But before we get into our conversation, because it's going to I love talking to you. Tell our audience, because this is your first time on the radio show, won't be your last, though. Tell our audience who you are briefly uh, and what, why you came up with the, the theory, the philosophy of relationship currency. Well, I'm Cassandra Bradford, and, yes, I am from Dallas, Texas, 
And I believe in relational currency because I believe that women, that is not our number one arsenal, and that's how to build relationships, and we can build them authentically. And I believe that when we stay as women, right, and it's for men too, I can, we can cross over, but uh, when we build authentic relationships, then we place value in that person. And when we place value in that person, we have no problem referring business because, as you know, we do business with people that we know, like, and trust. And mm-hmm. if you don't know me, right, and I was referred to you, then you trust the person that referred referred me. So that's yeah. what relational currency is all about, and I absolutely love the concept. I love that so many people are walking in it. And uh, it is it's, it's taking on. It's a phenomenon, and I love it. I love yes, it. Yes, y'all better it. get y'all book, 21 Ways to Create Relational Currency by Dr. Cassandra Bradford. Get it on Amazon. Go to her website. You know I got my book in front of me, right? <laughs> I love this book. <laughs> I reread it so many times. So you talk about relationship currency, and we're talking about dreams. How? Why is it important? Because a lot of people, I grew up this way, you know, Pull yourself up by your own bootstraps. That is a mm-hmm. last bit of help. We need people to help us manifest yes. our dreams, but we need people who are living uh, moral, ethical integrity. Why is it so yes. important to have that relationship with people and not uh, just relationships, but relationships of integrity so our dreams can manifest? Well, um, God put us on this earth. Well, God, God loves, God is love, and he loves his creation, and he created people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we have to learn how to love each other. First, you've got to learn how to love yourself, but you've got to learn how to love people. You've got to learn how to like people. Yes. So when, when others tell me, oh, I don't like people, uh, clinically, that means that you have some self-issues. Mm-hmm. has nothing to do with the person. has to do with you don't know how to conjoin. You don't know how to communicate, you don't know how to feel or have affection. So the problem is you. So when people say that, I'm looking at you like, did you know you're pointing a finger at yourself that you have a problem? Mm. So it is so important to have relationships because we need people to do business. Yes. People are your clients. So if you don't like them, that means you don't like your client. If you don't like their client, then you shouldn't like their money. If you don't like their money, then you shouldn't want to have anything to do with your business. If you don't want to have anything to do with your business, then stay in disobedience and then let God deal with you. Kim, oh, I mean, Lord. I don't know. <laughs> That's why I love so the dynamic that... doctor. She just keeps it real. <laughs> You're right. I love what you said because I'm, I'm one of a, a self-empowerment and self-love. You said when you don't like people, that's a, a finger pointing back at you. And I it remember is. a time where I always said I didn't like, I didn't like women. Well, I had some unhealed issues. And when I used to say that, the Lord started dealing with me about my issues with myself. I didn't like myself. And I had to grow to that mm-hmm. point of learning to not only like myself, but love everything about me. Now, you talk about mm-hmm. the relationship currency uh, being uh, needing people for business, but we really need people for life success, wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. We do. Yeah. You're we absolutely do. right. We we gotta we we need people because if we don't have people, then who are you talking to at the bank? You're talking to yourself. Mm-hmm. Who are you talking to along your journey? Who are you ministering to since you're supposed to be a minister? And that's another one. Ministers who don't like people. That was, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a new phase or something. I don't I don't know where that's coming from, but uh, we gotta like somebody, and it starts with with yourself, and you you said it. We have to first start liking ourselves and then find out what is the deep root cause as to why we don't like ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that takes time. It is a journey. It's not mm-hmm. an instantaneous thing. That t- it's layers. It's layers to learning to love and like yourself and deal with that trauma. Now, you've been in business mm-hmm. for a long time. You've men- you mentored people. Uh, you've helped people birth businesses. Uh, and, you know, entrepreneurship is some many of our dreams. In the terms mm-hmm. of business, what are some pitfalls other than the relationship currency that we have? What are some pitfalls that people uh, fall into when they say, oh, I want to be a business owner, I want to be an entrepreneur? What are some of those pitfalls the, from just talking that dream into manifesting it? Well, so the first issue is um, 
they don't know business. They mm. they watch somebody else, um, you know, with their business, and they make assumptions instead of going to get help defining what will it take for me to run a successful business. So that's the first mistake that people make. And then we want we don't want to seek information. Mm. And and it it and it runs black uh, it runs rampant in our community, but we don't want to seek help to be successful. We want to eyeball it, right? I want to look at Tanya, and Tanya looks successful, so I'm going to be like Tanya. When God told <laughs> oh, you to Jesus. be like you, Lord Jesus, he told you to be like yourself. Yeah, right. I love and what you so said. Eyeball, eyeball. Yeah, we eyeball yeah. other people. Yeah, they look and, at you. And try to take strategies. And there's nothing wrong with learning and benchmarking, but it goes back to knowing yourself and what Brian says. We got to know who we are to the soul of who we are. Because one thing, if mm-hmm. you're eyeballing and trying to benchmark and, well, not benchmark, but just snatch strategies, oh, I'm going to take their system. You're not. It's not going to work. It is not going to work because everybody's mm-hmm. journey, everybody's uh, journey is different. And the way they yeah, interact right. and relate, you can you can look at me and see, but you don't know the backstory. You don't know all that goes on into that. Just like I see you, and people see you and say the same thing. You don't know the backstory, the 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 nights that you don't sleep, the nights that you're up, and the sacrifices <laughs> you have to make. Do not look at what you see without knowing what's going on. So I love that. Don't don't know business. Don't want to seek help. They eyeballing. What else? Give me one more, Dr. K. <laughs> well, um, God never told, or sometimes we haven't conveyed the vision to the spouse. Mm. So that means that you don't get the support from the spouse. So now you're mad or you're angry at the spouse. And women tend to do this a lot. We tend to, we have a whole bunch of words. And I, mm-hmm. I know my men can, will, will amen me and high five me on this one. We have all of these words, but when it comes to communicating the vision, we it's, our words become limited. And I mm-hmm. believe that our men will support us and our spouses will support us better if we convey the vision. I know God gives it to us in part, but if, he convey, if you can convey the part of the vision that you that God gave to you, now he can better understand. And then right. when he reveals more and more to you, that's more dialogue that you that, that you have to have with the spouse. So that is a lot of what I see that happens. And then you see a lot of divorces as a result. It has nothing to do with, oh, uh, he cheated or she didn't do this. It had to do that with you didn't open your mouth and explain the vision. So we got to mm-hmm. be a little bit better this year. This is 2019. we got to do better. we got to do a little bit gotta, better this year. Got to do better. We got And communication is more than just spewing our words. You, you say mm-hmm. your book. Exactly right. Listen, listen. Listen, we got to listen to folk, don't we? Yep, we have to. We have no other choice. And it, it may it may not be comfortable, but it's right. It's right. It's right. You, I love what you to. said. We got to grow bigger ears. That's what she says in her book that you need to get, <laughs> 21 Ways to Create Relational Currency. You've got to grow bigger ears. And uh, a lot of us don't listen. We, 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 we're, we're quiet, and we're getting our thoughts together so we can say something. We need to listen to the point where we understand where people are coming from because sometimes people are mm-hmm. not, uh, they're not trying to hurt us. They're just saying stuff from their experience of hurt, their experience of mm-hmm. in the past, and we have to listen to the whole scope. And people hate this when I say it, but now I've learned how to process without reacting because it's good. It's better for everyone yeah. that I process instead of just reacting. <laughs> it's better for everyone. <laughs> That's gross. That's gross. That's gross. With seasoning. That's seasoning. I have to process and listen. Yes, because you have to listen, and listening is more than just being quiet. You've got to hear the spirit from where somebody's coming, the experience that they're coming from, and then respond. I I talk about respond instead of react. So you also say grow bigger ears. This is one another thing I love, too. You say get a mentor. And I know that's a lot, uh, that's another stumbling block that we, uh, people just don't like to get a mentor. Can you give us the definition of mentor and tell us what a mentor, a, a authentic mentor-mentee relationship should look like? 
Well, a mentor is somebody that has experience in the area to get you to where you're trying to go, and a, and a mentor is going to help you along the way. A coach mm-hmm. is going to say, okay, okay, you're in the game. Now go out there and do it. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, your, I'm your cheerleader. I, I got you. I'm going to get you there. But a mentor is going to say, okay, let me show you how to dribble the ball. Mm-hmm. Let me mm-hmm. show you how to shoot the ball. As a matter of fact, let me call uh, Shaquille O'Neal so he can right. show you how to, how to block or how to guard. So now we're going to use our resources. We're going to show you by example. We're going to teach you. And then we're going to open up our resources to help you. So that's what a mentor is. A little bit different than a coach. So mm-hmm. we get a little bit more hands-on with what, with what you're doing in your business. So you got to know, if you're going to get a coach or a mentor, know which one you're getting. Yes. And then Make you have to. the one you need. You, yes. In that relationship of walking together, even with a coach, there's a level of trust on both of the parties uh, that needs to be unleashed. And I hear, I, I know mm-hmm. a lot, uh, that's something uh, – exercise I do with a lot of my clients, we have a, we go through what trust means. Um, but some of the relationships, uh, mentor relationships I know fail or, or disintegrate because of that level of trust. How can one uh, who is a mentor, because when you're a mentor, you really have a passion, a heart to see people succeed. And what disheartens me, because I'm a mentor myself, disheartens me sometimes is that people block and sabotage their own uh, success in the the relationship because they have barriers of trust. How can, as a mentor, mm-hmm. how can one, or is it even possible to ease that level uh, and encourage that trust level? You understand what I'm saying? Well, you, you got to, I say do some research. Research mm-hmm. research who, if you're going to have, a, if you want to hire a coach, a mentor, a consultant, a cheerleader, Whoever you're hiring, do some research. Look at their reviews. Call some of their mm-hmm. references, or even ask for references. It, it, it won't offend me if you say, "Hey, I want to, I want to get some references of who you work with, just to see how much homework I'm going to handle." Everybody knows yes. when you get with me, I'm going to give you a whole bunch of homework. So I feel kind of sorry for you, but um. Right. You won't hurt my feelings one bit if you say, Cassandra, I want to verify who you are. I want to I want to call some of your references. Sure. Let me mm-hmm. get them for you. Yes, and so a lot there. of people don't do that. They don't they don't feel comfortable uh, verifying uh, references, and I think that's a good place to start. Yeah. And don't and verify. A lot of people want to rush into getting to the goal, not knowing that it's a process. Yeah, so no. verify people. That's it's one way to to build trust and it is okay if if you don't feel comfortable don't go with that that person do your research oh my goodness we have come to the end of the show dr Cass. <laughs> before you give us a closing give, tell us uh what what the dr Cass empire is doing what's coming up for you any event <laughs> Well, we have so much going on. I have Rollins Conference coming up July 20th in at the Dallas Cowboys Stadium Yay! with the infamous Les Brown, and yes. we got so many celebrities. I, I'm under a gag order right now. Uh, we are <laughs> launching Run Society, which is our membership organization for collabpreneurs. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's almost like a, a sorority or fraternity. Uh, Run Society uh, launches on February 20th. We have Sergeant Pushup coming all the way from Baltimore, Maryland. We have police departments coming together, all these other domestic violence organizations coming together. Shonda Amy with Restore the Fitness. That's coming up uh, on February 20th. Uh, my The Run Conference Tour uh, starts uh, March 2nd in mm-hmm. Colleen, Texas. So we'll be all over the country. So we have a lot coming up. We have a lot, a lot going on, but we're excited. We get to meet some great entrepreneurs all over the country, all over the United States. So we're excited. Yes, and, and you do mentoring. You have uh, group mentoring. Tell us about that because you, if you research a mentor, this is one you need to research right here. Tell us. So we have. I have a, a yes. Group mentoring uh, is the next one is coming available. I think it's February fourth. Um, and it's really good because it teaches people how to collaborate. We help one another. We get you to where you need to be, identifying who your target markets are, making sure it's monetizable. Is that a word? 
Yes. Okay. Making sure that you can monetize that target market because if, it, if it's not making money, it's not making sense. So mm-hmm. we want to make sure that you're going to get to where you're trying to go how to, and where you're trying to get to. And mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, that starts again. and It's a lot. So I'm excited. I'm super, super excited. Super excited. Yes. Yes. So stop dreaming. Start living your dreams with relationship integrity. Give us one final Dr. Cass nugget. So, you know, because we're day 15 in 2019, some people have said, you know, mm-hmm. forget it, I'll start next year, or forget it, I'll start next month. <laughs> we need to keep moving. Give us that, Dr. Cass, and I'm going to wisdom that dreams are possible. Dreams are possible. God gave you the vision. Um, he told you to do it. And so that means he told you a secret. He whispered in your ear, nobody was there but you. So now it's time for you to pray. Ask God, when is the time to execute? And if God is giving you the green light, then now is your time to execute. You want to make sure that you're executing with as little as um, issues as possible. You want to make sure that you're surrounding yourself with other entrepreneurs that are on fire, that are out doing the work and walking in their purpose. Uh, you want to make sure that um, you're living your best life. So that's my, that's my advice for the rest of the year. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Kat. You know Yay. you're going to be a staple on the show. I love you. I'm going to follow up with you. I'm going to inbox you a brand because uh, y'all need to get y'all right and catch it. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love it. Relationship yes. science is finest. Yes. Yes, yes. So thank you so much. Much success. And I will be running with you once again this year. Okay, wait. Yay. 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 All right. Take care. All right, thank you so much, Tanya. Okay, bye-bye. Listen, you guys, this show, once again, real relevant and refreshing. Stop dreaming. Start living your dreams with relationship integrity. Brian Gadges came out the gate busting it out. He said three reasons why we are stuck in our dreams. One is a warped mindset. He came from Carter G. Woodson's book, The Miseducation of the Negro. Um, We embrace the slave mentality. Um, where the slave master said, don't listen to anyone, uh, another slave, only listen to me. That is about control and manipulation. We need to uh, research and have information, very information. He also said we don't know who we are at the core of our soul. And he said uh, we don't know what we are supposed to do. Um, and so that was from Brian Ganges. Dr. Cass came on here. Once again, I love her. She said, We don't seek information, we don't want to uh, seek help, and we don't know how to convey a clear vision, especially to our spouses. So with that, go ahead, stop dreaming, you guys, and start manifesting your dreams. The only way you can do that is knowing who you are, having a clear vision, getting help, getting help. And when God sends you that help, you need to trust them. You need to build intentional uh, relationships and nurture that relationship, and you need to communicate truthfully and transparency, transparently. Listen, you guys, next week is going to be another hot show. I've got two men that I love coming up, uh, and both of them have similar stories. Todd Moore Baker um, and Charles Smith, listen, they were locked up for a, a total of almost 50 years uh, together, uh, each one about 20 years, and they have come out and they are setting this world on fire. So next week we're talking to these gentlemen who are making uh, just strides, one in Louisville, Kentucky, one in Dallas, Texas. I cannot wait for that show. Uh, So listen, dream. Dream what you dream, but also move towards your dream. We're going to close out with one of my favorite songs from the movie Selma, uh, Glory. That, That song, that movie, is about people as a unit having a dream of equality and Dr. Martin Luther King leading that dream. And one thing we got to know is that when we move towards our dream, God gets the glory. And not only does he get the glory, then other people also get blessed. So listen, thank you for tuning in. See you next Tuesday at 8 o'clock. Continue to dream and live your day. One day when the glory comes, it will be out, it will be out, oh, one day, when the
heavens, no man, no weapon. Formed against, yes, glory is destined. Everyday women and men become legends. Sins that go against our skin become blessings. The movement is a rhythm to us. Freedom is like religion to us. Justice is juxtaposition enough. Justice for all just ain't specific enough. One son died, his spirit is revisiting us. True and living, living in us. Resistance is us. That's why Rosa sat on the bus. That's why we walk through Ferguson with our hands up. When it go down, we woman and man up. They say stay down and we stand up. Shots be on the ground, the camera panned up. King pointed to the mountaintop and we ran up. One day. When the glory comes, it will be out, it will be out, oh, one day, when the war is won, we will be sure, we will be sure, oh, so Woman and child, even Jesus got his crown in front of a crowd. They march with the torch, we gon' run with it now. Never look back, we done gone hundreds of miles from dark roads, heroes to become a hero. Facing the league of justice, his power was the people. Enemy is lethal, a king became regal. Saw the face of Jim Crow under a bald ego. The biggest weapon is to stay peaceful. We sing, our music is the cuts that we bleed through. Somewhere in the dream, we had an epiphany. Now we right the wrongs in history. No one can win a war individually. It take the wisdom of the elders and young people's energy. Welcome to the story we call victory. The coming of the Lord. My eyes have seen the glory. One day when the glory comes. 